So I was thinking of like an exercise, a thought exercise that might be interesting for all of us to do is uh, kind of paint the picture. Uh, you know, this time in a month, the Super Bowl champion will be crowned. Get your arms down, Jorge. The 49ers, baby. <laughs> paint what, what our conversations will be about that team when it happens. Okay, so we'll go through each of the four teams that are still left. So let's start with the 49ers first. So 49ers win the Super Bowl uh, in early February what are we talking about? It, it, the best team won. You're talking about the the coach that had one hole in his resume, no longer has a hole in his resume. Kyle Shanahan is on equal footing with Sean McVay as kind of the most dynamic, young, um, attractive coach on, on the market, the guy that could be there for a very long time. But it's not a surprise that a crown jewel franchise won its sixth Super Bowl is not a surprise. They've been close. Uh, it would be incredible for Purdy. He becomes kind of that question about Kirk Cousins that we've talked about. That's kind of dead in the water at that point. Uh, for them, they have the least to gain as a franchise because they're the 49ers, right? They, they're in this thing over and over and over again. But they become one of the few crown jewel franchises that have six Super Bowls. There were only two other teams. Yeah. Cash it in, right? You can't be any more all in. They've been knocking on the door here for a couple of years, and um, and no shock. Like I, I don't. I think the of all the teams that are out there, the 49ers winning it is not the least exciting. But I'm saying that there is just no. Yeah, th- that's what they were supposed to do. I'm assuming. Wouldn't the Chiefs be in that back. in that same boat? <laughs> just because they're there every year. Okay, so so. If you want to switch now and go to the Chiefs here, I'll tell you this. I, I, I think for me... No, I'm just saying that when it comes to the, the Niners and the Chiefs are like the chalk. Even though that the Chiefs aren't the number one team, they, they just feel like the Niners feel... Yeah, if they win, it's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. Niners, I thought, scripted, supposed to happen. They got everything that you absolutely have. I think the Chiefs, there's this little bit of like this next level of like... Okay, I know they have the baddest man on the planet. I understand that, but there's always that, okay, but does he have the same type of weapons that he had in the past? Look at Mahomes, he's doing it again. It's a different type of story, but I think for the 49ers, I think it's the least surprise to me. Of all the four teams remaining, it's the least surprise. I think, too, the story of Brock Purdy going from Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl champion, I think, would be something to be said. And we're going to have to face that thing of they cash it in with him. So we can't be going off about how Purdy, you know, isn't this great quarterback. They want a Super Bowl. No, you want him. a Super Bowl. That's, he's not going to be Trent Dilfer. He's not as he's not that level of quarterback. But like, you're going to have to have him that conversation that he took that team to the Super Bowl. Also, as a fan, I I, I strongly disagree with that. Here's why: he's Trent Dilfer. He, he's there, he's and there's no, him. and there's nothing wrong with being Trent Dilfer. But if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy's not going to get the credit. Kyle Shanahan's going to get the credit. Christian McCaffrey's going to get the credit. Debo Samuel's going to get the credit. George Kittle's going to get the credit. Fred Warner's going to get the credit. Bosa's going to get the credit. Unless Purdy goes out there and throws for 500 yards and leads a last-second drive, then it will be a little different. But you've given this guy a royal flush to play at the quarterback or at the poker table. If he doesn't Just win don't it, screw it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's not created. Patrick Mahomes, and we'll get to the Chiefs later, but you basically got a coach and Travis Kelsey. Go go make it happen, right? The, the, we'll get to these other teams, but you are giving this guy everything you could ever possibly yeah. desire. Cash it in. Cashing that in doesn't make him one of those guys. But see, as, as a fan, I, I just me, I, I would 
feel a sigh of relief because we've been knocking on that door. It we it couldn't happen with Jimmy G because again he went up against Mahomes. If we go against Mahomes again, it's gonna be <laughs> tough for this kid to of get it. Of course it is. But you know I see the you know silver lining in this second year in. He's getting you to a Super Bowl, two NFC, NFC championships. Come on, man! One of them he got injured. Let's see what he can do in but this. But let, let's. Uh, th- this is the only hesitation I have, and this is it's okay. It comes with the territory. Saying that Purdy got nobody's going to say Purdy got them there. This th- just comes with the territory when your team is that stacked, and it's okay that like I, I think people that get upset that Purdy's not getting enough credit or Purdy's a, you're on a squad. Yeah. And you did come out of nowhere. And people are giving you credit for the Niners having enough confidence to say, okay, here's the keys. Don't screw it up. I mean, that's kind of what they're saying to Brock Purdy. They're not telling him when Mahomes gets the keys or that's a bad example. If Lamar Jackson gets the keys, it's like, look, this is on you. Yeah. We go as far as you go. Josh Allen gets the keys. We go as far as you go. That's a great example. I don't know if they're saying that. To Brock. Brock Purdy, they're saying, listen everything's already set all you got to do is just drive the car to the destination do not go off of the uh off the path if if Debo doesn't play on Sunday and Purdy's great okay cool if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt in the second quarter and all of a sudden he's not there and you still okay now we're talking about something but if you just give these guys all pro all pro all pro all, Trent Williams it's natural all pro. to say it's not disrespectful but I'm not going to give you more credit to, the fact that he's on the MVP list is just laughably stupid right that no Christian McCaffrey sure right Lamar Jackson of course like there, Jorge, there some... Can you answer that question? Because I think for somebody that has not watched that many Niner games, I'm with you. Like when I see that, it almost takes away the most valuable player. It 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 takes away some of the strength in that. Has Purdy been? If I'm not watching every game, other than basically they're playing the Rams, has Purdy been special this year? Like do do Niner fans look at Purdy and say this dude is he's he's one of those guys? Look, he's been special because of the weapons he's got. Those talks Bingo. came because Mahomes was struggling. All these other guys that were, you know, that our MVP level were struggling. Look, look at Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts, he didn't do anything with the Eagles, and he was up in those conversations as well. So I think those conversations came when those guys started to dip, and he was kind of on the rise. That's where those conversations happened, and that's why it's laughable, because then you see Mahomes back in the NFC Championship again, and it's like, why were you being compared to this guy when Mahomes has been here and he's been doing it? You know, for the past what eight, six seasons? Yeah, and, and no one should compare to Mahomes. It, like no, no, guys. and every time they fall behind, they lose. Right? That this first this this Green Bay game was the first time that, and, and again, the last drive he was really good. But part of the reason they were behind is because he was really bad. And and, and again, he, he six drives, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and that's what it is. So until you get. Tie one of his hands behind his back. No McCaffrey, no Debo, or both, or no Kittle, or all of a sudden Trent Williams isn't there, and now he's got to worry about an offensive line that's not as. Where as, you say, hey, they won that game because he was that great. Dude. He was great. He, he never should have been on. And there. by the way, just so you know, what we're bringing up is that the MVP finalists have been like, and all the award finalists have been announced. And so here are the MVP finalists for the, this NFL season: Josh Allen, okay, Lamar Jackson, yes, should sure. win, will win, likely, right? Chris McCaffrey. Sure, yeah, put him on there. Yep. Dak Prescott. Stop. And Brock Purdy. Stop. Dak That's Prescott put up so much empty stats this <laughs> season, it's insane. Well, wait, 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 wait. It's just regular season, right? Yeah. All this is regular yeah, season? Yeah, it's all voted for Then it doesn't surprise season. me that Dak's on there. That's not like a crazy, crazy... I mean, they had a really, really good regular season. They, they did, but again, 
Should the, he the, win it? Of course not. Yeah. But okay. It's not the, crazy fair that enough. He's on the list. But my point is, the most valuable player in the league isn't even on the list. Lamar Jackson wins it. Nobody's going to be jumping up. And Lamar Jackson deserves to win it again. Lamar was really, really good. Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable. If the Chiefs didn't have Patrick Mahomes, yeah, they'd they, be four in. They stink. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're at. Be, I don't know. If, eh, I wouldn't. I don't. Maybe I want to take that back. Andy Reid find a way to win, but they wouldn't be doing this. This is Jordan. This is you know. A, God bless the, Andy Reid. They're, yeah. they're 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 not five games worse, four oh, games worse than what they are. Hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. But it's LeBron. It's Jordan. It's like well, we've already given it to him. So can we just yeah. give it to somebody else? I, we all know it's you, MJ, but in a, yeah. Car, Car Malone, here, take one. Car Malone was more valuable than Michael Jordan? Get the hell out of here. Hey, Shaq, we know you can go on any Come on, team man. in your prime <laughs> yeah. and make them a championship contender, but we're not going to give it to you. And it's also the same thing that we could say about Brock Purdy, we can say about Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has incredible weapons in yeah. front of him, and we saw who was the guy that filled in for him last year for a bit. Oh, uh, uh, the, the, the Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. <laughs> Whoever I believe he was her waiter at Olive Garden yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but like they stayed afloat without Dak there because the weapons on Dallas Cowboys are so incredibly insane. And that's why and I mean, yeah. I think I got I think it actually was Cooper Rush. I just Ben Danucci yes, is the, Rush, the more Rush. goofy name. But Danucci filled in and was serviceable as well. But uh yeah, it you you get as much credit as you deserve based on what you have around you. This is, and I, I know we're kind of bouncing all over the place here, but give me the give me the coaches again because this is another list that has some names on it that some of them are yeah sure, but there's a glaring mistake on this list. All right, so coach of the year uh, candidates or finalists are Dan Campbell, sure, yes. John Harbaugh, sure, D'Amico Ryan, sure, Kyle Shanahan, and Kevin Stefanski, and no. The only one I would take off is Kyle Shanahan. Again, not that he's not a great coach, but you They're gave expected him. To do it. Why is Why is McVay not on there? He should be. No, what What would be the justification to not have McVay? Because on there? he's again because he's won it before. Because the he Rams have just to win it, but I, he's got to be a finalist. I, I couldn't agree with you more. This he was a team a that was supposed games. to win five games. They if won. You, 10. I was going to say if you win twice the amount of games Vegas thought you'd win, and and, and let and use Shanahan as an example. Did anything happen with the Niners that was a surprise this year? Nothing no. was a surprise. No. This is what they were supposed to do. And I'm not trying to take away sometimes it's just as difficult to live up to those expectations. Sure it is. I get that. The dude won ten games this year. They won ten games. Dan Campbell has got Jared Goff a game away from the Super Bowl. They won their division for the first time in a billion years. D'Amico Ryan's rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. Come on, Kevin Stefanski had to have four different starting quarterbacks and they made the playoffs. I mean, these are the the obstacles that coaching saying give it to christian mccaffrey throw it to debo samuel i'm not saying there isn't pressure but sure i mean yeah that that makes sense to me have have joey bosa that's really weird which bosa I, I do the was... uh, niners nick they have nick yeah they have nick, nick bosa go 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 sack the quarterback okay fred warner what's make his... a bunch of great plays okay what's bosa's uh celebration doesn't he do like the whatever he does bosa's got yeah, he goes like this uh, yeah. Whatever he does, he's oh, got such a, yeah. a pimp. The Bosas are <laughs> colorful. Man. Yeah, the Bosas are the Bosas. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Sean McVay, and you can't... So there are two other uh, Rams that are on, that are on the finalists for this list, and it's Puka Dakua and it's Kobe Turner on finalists for Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year. That Puka's is, got no chance. Yeah. Yes, but that is a result of their coach. Yes. To put those two rookies, have them have sure. the season they've had, is because their coach is brilliant. Puka Nakua set three NFL records this year. 
Most receiving yardage by a rookie, most catches by a rookie, most yards in a playoff game by a rookie, and he's got no shot because C.J. Stroud oh, yeah, is yeah. just like, yeah, yeah good, good job, okay. buddy. If I you're going to lose it here. in a year, lose it to C.J. Stroud yeah. in the year that he It was had. amazing. Now, yeah. Kobe Turner, they should submit his national anthem performance. It's kind of like, yeah. hey, before you vote, that should help. just listen to this. That this man's got a little soul. Extra credit here. (laughs) was peaking at the right time, which is the end of the season. Will Anderson did have uh, some great moments in their playoff game that they won, um, but like, I think that it's between Kobe Turner and Will Anderson, really. All right, um, we'll we'll do some of these other teams and what it means for them coming up in just a little bit. But real quick on Justin Herbert, Slee, Mm -hmm. does not all the pressure go directly to him because no one's going to look at the Chargers and say you don't have enough good players? I know they got some cap issues that they got to figure out, but you know that, that that's manageable in the NFL. You need the right coach. They got him. Yep. You need weapons. They have some. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert no longer has that soft landing spot. Of Brandon Staley sucks. Mm-hmm. The Spanos is suck. The Chargers don't know what they're doing. They got the right guy. Now, if it doesn't happen, it's his fault. And, and by the way, he got all his money, too. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. <clears throat> Even though I think we, we've watched Herbert and he's brought up more questions about his game, like, hey, is that dude, is he real deal, is he not? I don't really have that much doubt that under Harbaugh, and really just a complete change of the culture, how that NFL team is going to be coached. Do you have do you, do you have a lot of doubt that Herbert's not going to live up to some of those expectations? I, can it happen? Of course it can. Is there going to be pressure? Absolutely. Are there going to be times where they lose a game, and if it was if it's on Herbert, there's going to be some direction pointed towards him? <clears throat> I I think. I think the man's going to come through. I think it's so important to have the right environment, the right coach, and everything else. He he may come through. But is the pressure going to be completely different? Of course it is. It, it, if it doesn't, it's not going to be a well. Brandon Staley shouldn't should stop going. No, there's no more down. excuses. There's no yeah. more excuses. And that Subway commercial and SoFi, and he's got a couple other ones as well. It's like, yeah, that's cool. Why is the guy whose team goes six and eleven every year on commercials? We're we're, we're getting closer to that. I get it. he's a quarterback. He's in L.A. Do you even know what his voice sounds like? A little bit. I do. I, I don't. When, have you seen him interviewed recently? No, I saw him on no. the subway ads. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, he's, 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 he's kind of, an, for the fact that he's in L.A. Yeah. And, and on a team that had expectations that he's as unknown as he I th- is. I think that's more a charger than It might be. I really do. I think that's more of a charger than Or his personality. That I, he's I think it's not that. a guy that's going to put himself in the spotlight, which is like But Joe he got Fla- some spotlight opportunities. Yes. But, sh- but Joe Flacco is probably a similar thing to Justin Herbert. Joe Flacco's not putting himself in front of the podium and saying all these crazy things. He does what he has to do, and he goes on. You know, I think that they could be similar, but Joe Flacco's in Cleveland and in Baltimore and not in Los Angeles. He's got to do a lot, and if it doesn't work, it's his fault, even if it's not his fault. That's the life of a top-paid quarterback, especially if you got the right coach on the side. I'm excited to see it because I think he's pretty good, and I, and I think he's going to come through. Yeah, I think he will too. But if he pressure bust pipes right mm-hmm. that you until and he hasn't had it since now mm-hmm. that there was always that staley sucks yep. yeah and he, and he did mm-hmm. so now it's that, that ain't happening there's anymore. also somebody that i think could take his game to another level we'll see rather we're gonna hurt. find out mm-hmm. we're gonna find out lakers got one more game before they go on the road slee and can, can we just make some trades can we just get this done and uh, i'm tired of the waiting let's get it done that's next it's travis lee 710 espn 
hey, is your vehicle due for service? Is it time to have somebody take a look at all of it with the general maintenance? If it is, head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Of course, that's home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change because for over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you and me. You don't have to get out of your car. You don't have to take the kids out of the car. You don't have to go into that weird, creepy waiting room with the bad coffee. At Valvoline, you stay in your car safe and relaxed while the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its absolute best. You're in and out in 15 minutes. You have time. I have time. Make the time. Go get it done. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. Over 80 locations throughout Southern California ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. So visit SoCalOilChange.com to get your locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Al and I were just talking about that. (laughs) We were just discussing the meal during the break. And we both landed on how awesome it was. You ever heard of... uh, (laughs) Cinque Terre? No. What's that? Cinque Terre is in Italy. Okay. And it's these, basically these five towns, kind of like the the coastline, Italian Riviera. Ooh. Coastline's beautiful. Yeah. You had me at Riviera. We we randomly, randomly ended up there. We were going to go to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. This is me and my buddy. We're backpacking through Europe back when I'm 21, 22 years old. Okay. And we were going to go to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and somebody tells us, we're on one of those trains, the Euro Rail, so it's taking us everywhere. And somebody's like, yeah, don't go there. We're like, why wouldn't we go there? It's a, he's like, it's a, literally, it's a tower that's leaning a little bit. Okay. Go to Cinque Terre. So you end up going to Cinque Terre instead. Okay. The cuisine we had last night, same thing. <laughs> cuisine we had coastal in Cinque Terre sure. is the same that I had yesterday at Olive Garden. I, I, don't, I don't doubt it for in a second. Midtown. <laughs> Mid-city. Mid-city. <laughs> the glass all over. We had glass. a good time. It was good. I, I, I kind of regret not at least, not that I would have taken a sip out of your limoncello margarita, but it did look kind of festive and fun. It was great. It was a quality uh, margarita. 
Um, and I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you guys. I might have done that thing where you know, like bartenders so they take a sip of the drink to make sure it's ready. They put a little straw and they'll take a little taste. Yeah. I'd have like 900 empty straws in the, underneath the bar if I were the bartender. <laughs> I'd be making sure. Yeah, you wouldn't do well. If the way you explain me where you can't have one, <laughs> if you're a bartender, yeah. I don't know about hey, let that. Let me check that Coors Light. Yep, that's what it's supposed to be. Let's go. Right temperature. Let me check that Bud Light. Yep, the whole thing. that's right. Just everything that comes off that line, we're going to check it. Uh, Lakers tonight against the Bulls, the final game on their 12-game homestand. I know there are a couple of road ones in there. But Just one, basically. Right. Everything else is five, five and six so far, so a chance to get back to even. Uh, they go back on the road for their next six against some good teams and some bad teams. So yeah, teams they can beat and also one hundred percent lose against. Yeah, that's a you, you've team. got the Hornets and the Celtics on this trip. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the two extremes of of what you're going to get. Do we even have to see the trip to know anything more about this team? Don't we have a pretty good idea of exactly what they are right now? More than half the season's been played. They're a game under five hundred. They might be five hundred by the end of the day. They might be a couple games under. That this is a Average basketball team that when they play well, they can beat almost anybody, but they don't play well all that often. So you're saying, it, does the trip change your opinion at all? Yeah, go go three and three. Does it change your opinion? Go two and four, four and two, five and one, one and five. I don't think there's I, any result that really changes it much for I them. Don't, so if they went through because it's been so it's been so out of the norm for them to start playing some really good basketball consistently. If they went five and one, I'd be like, okay, well. So we just roll it through. You're going to change your three months of data changes in two weeks. No, it's not just roll it through. It's this is always going to be the hesitation. I'm going to give you an example, and I think you lean a little bit more towards this as well. I've had this conversation with Michael Thompson, Brad Turner, Mark Medina. There's a lot of people that think if the Lakers just get in, they're a dangerous out. Now, you define, you could define what dangerous out up. is. My hand's up on that. And so I, I think there are some people that say that. So if they all of a sudden, if you feel like they could be a dangerous out, and then they went and went 5-1 and one on the six-game road trip, I think then your point starts becoming a little bit stronger I don't even they think, are a dangerous it's out. It's funny you say that. Because it, to me, it's like they could win five or six. They could also turn around and lose the next five of their next six. Like I still I, think they're a dangerous yeah, out. I, I don't think my opinion on this team isn't going to change. Bar injuries aside, mm-hmm. if they're what they are, they're about 500. They're tough to beat in a series because the, the, the way series are played is more advantageous to them than that. the way that and the regular got some season guys is that played. Got experience. Yeah, right. Been and, there, and, done that. I, I like that. If they go five and one, I like it about the same. If they go one and five, I don't really change the way I feel I about it. I have a difficult time being sold on this team that that switch is just going to come back on Mm -hmm. i really do i mean i mean 22 and 20 i think we've just played we've played enough games and i'm gonna go back to this and i think this is a conversation that that's fair to bring up take their four best players on this team anthony davis lebron james austin reeves and d'angelo russell all four of those guys have basically been there every single game Uh you're still game below 500 yep i have a problem thinking in my head that that light, and this is kind of the dangerous thing with teams like this. If they think they could just flip it on, Lakers flipped on the light for an in-season tournament, and then you know what happened so after? Bizarre. They couldn't flick it back on. Yeah, you know how I know they couldn't flick it back. On? They were literally five and eleven over sixteen games. So don't tell. Are me, you sure they were well, trying to gonna, flick it back on? Yeah, I do think they were trying to flick it back on. What makes you say so? Um, they understand that the danger of being in that. 8, 9, 10, how easy that you can 
potentially be out of it. You can maybe say for a couple of games, three, four games, let's just use as an example. It's like, okay, let's get our feet back under us, something along those lines. They started getting guys back. AD and LeBron James were playing in most of those games. Um, the chatter, listening to them in some of those post-game interviews of just their mood and everything else. No, I, I did feel like they were... There was an irritation of why isn't this thing going back on? I think right when we what was it uh, Miami and there was another bad Memphis. loss Miami and Me- I, those I, were back to back the first yep. two games in January. At that point, I do think it was a hey, what the hell's going on? But leading up to that, I think it was more all right. There, there's still so many games left. There's so much time. There's so there's number there, you know there's LeBron. There's AD. We're gonna be okay now. When they got to the Miami and it, that looked as ugly as it did. Yep. When they got to Memphis and that looked as ugly. As it did at that point I, I agree with it i'm not so sure prior to it i think since then they've been better ish <laughs> not good but better ish and i i just keep coming back to lebron and ad in a series I, it's not patrick mahomes exactly but it's one of those i'm not gonna say no chance if lebron james and ad are playing well. i don't think anybody will say no chance because it's those two players nobody's saying that there's that there's no chance especially if Let's say they ended up being an eight seed, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma City has the best record in the NBA. I mean, in the in the Western Conference, which I think they're sitting at number one right now. Yeah, you're going to tell me the Lakers don't have a chance against the Thunder, who have never been in a play. Of course, I think they the have a Lakers chance. feel like that too, and I think that's kind of why you get that malaise that they've had because if they sucked. If they went out there and embarrassed themselves on the regs, I would feel differently about it. But that's not what's happening. They're just inconsistent. They mm-hmm. they have clunker. Yeah, that looked a little better. Hey, that looked a lot better. Oh, another clunker. They're, they haven't strung good or bad together for a long period of time. If they stay where they are right now, which getting out of that top – Getting out of seven to ten, they're like four and a half back. Yeah, that's that's you know, especially right now, it's a decent amount. Let's see what happens in this road trip and everything else. My concern is they're going to put themselves in a spot where they're one of those nine seeds. Now you got to win two just to get out, and that inconsistent team that you're talking about, where it's now not advantageous to have the playoff format. It's seven games. They're putting themselves in a spot where they could lose any one of these games. They are in a spot where nothing would surprise me with them. Could they miss? Yeah, maybe, but probably not. Could they go to the conference finals? Sure. Will they? Probably not. <laughs> they're they're everything short. Of, the that's, only thing that I would completely that's, that's a, that's take off the table mm-hmm. is they Winning win the, the whole championship. Thing. I agree. That, that's the part. No, that mm-hmm. they're not good enough to do that. There are too many good teams in front of them. Win a couple of series, sure. Get swept in the first round, yeah. I, and and that's kind of what they are. Losing as the play constructed, sure. That could of course happen. Not get into the play in tournament. Yeah, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but that's why I'm not thrilled with it, and that's why I'm not, hey, they got to do something. They'll probably be okay. Do you know of another team in any sport that that's... No, no. Baseball is the only other one that if you get in, you got a shot because all you need is, I just need my guy to pitch well tonight. That's it. Yeah, but it's almost (laughs) with the Lakers, and it's like, hey, they could end up a wild card team in the playoffs, or they could end up 15 games behind the division. It's like, what? All right, we got a couple of phone calls that I want to get into. A little Charger action, and of course, as always, sleep. People want to talk about the Lakers. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit, but nothing jumps ahead of Factor Cap. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And the top drivers of the NASCAR Cup Series and the Mexico Series, they will race at one of America's best venues surrounded by the best in entertainment. It's going to be... We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The best, right? That's what it is. I've seen the previous two clashes at the Coliseum. It's super fun. I am not the world's biggest NASCAR fan. I've been to both of them. Jorge's been to it. It is a great time at the Coliseum. You got to check it out. The Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum coming to LA soon, February 4th. Get your tickets right now at NASCARClash.com. Hey, guys. Just some breaking news from Bruce Feldman, uh, who covers college football. Wisconsin is expected to hire Alex Grinch as the Badgers safeties coach. So when USC goes against Wisconsin, whenever that is, I don't know if it's next year or the year after, they need to throw some deep balls down there because it's going to be open because Alex Grinch is maybe not the best defensive coach. They better hope they play Wisconsin next year because he'll be gone after that because (laughs) because the only place he would last beyond one year is at SC. Right, exactly. (laughs) Um, All right, so... uh, Australian Open is going on right now. We are watching a replay of some of the matches from earlier today uh, on ESPN2 right now. Um, but it got me thinking. It's also the anniversary of one of the times in which uh, Serena and Venus went against each other uh, in the Australian Open. Um, so we have the Harbaugh's. This, the year of the Harbaugh has just happened. Mm-hmm. The year of the Kelsey brothers just happened as mm-hmm. well. We've had the Bosa brothers, etc. The Williams sisters are the best sibling athletes. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to include coaches in there as well. Travis, Patrick Hatt. Fact. The, the, the only other one that I think you can put up them uh, against them Manage. and at least make a yeah. – exactly, yeah. Is, yeah. is Peyton and Eli because they each won two Super Bowls. Right, and, and Peyton went to two others as well. So six Super Bowl appearances, four titles in the Manning brothers. So that that's incredibly impressive. I, I don't know how many slams the Williams sisters have won, but I bet it's north of 30. Right. And and so if maybe the question is who's second. Yeah, I think it is who's second. I don't know if I could argue against that. Yeah. Yeah. The the Williams, Venus Williams is one of the great female tennis players of all time. Exactly. 30. 30. So Serena has 23. Venus has seven. Right. Mm -hmm. So Venus Williams has seven Grand Slam titles and she's not a third as good as her sister. (laughs) That's nuts. So I mean, it's 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 the the Williams sisters by a mile. Al, it's funny. Um, I go fact on this one as well, but go back to remember when King Richard came out? Sure. This was Will Smith, and and it was as best as they can. Just the doc of Venus and Serena, not doc, but but you also know, more about uh, the dad and how he brought them up. Yeah. But in watching that, part of my favorite portion of it was. Where Serena's not getting the, she's not getting the billing, right? Like all the attention is on Venus, even though the dad kind of knows that, yeah, um, we got something special over there, <laughs> right? Like, and and that to me is, I, I think one of the coolest stories of you have somebody that's that successful, and it's like, and I remember this, and there was a time, um, I don't know how you were in tennis, but tennis is, if if there are a, um, the right athletes, sure, I was. You know, Tennis Pete is great. Sanford, Andre Agassi, like go down the list of some of these players that we were all Steffi Groff. Like you were, you were paying attention to the sport. I can roll. I was paying attention when Venus and Serena were doing their thing, and I didn't know anything about Serena. I'm yeah. like, Venus is. I mean, tell me somebody who's better. Serena, her sister. <laughs> right. This is what it's like. It's if Phil Mickelson was Tiger, or, or Tiger Woods was Phil Mickelson's younger brother. 
That's, that's what it is. Only they didn't win as many Grand Slams as the Williams sisters. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And uh, the funny thing too about King Richard is, you know, Serena is an much in that movie. It's mostly a Venus movie because it's more about that beginning of uh, of his training of the girls. The 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 Harbaugh thing, if. If they're able to pull off, if Harbaugh is able to pull off his own Super Bowl, right? Jim. And you got, and this is this kind of, you got a dude that just won the national championship in college football. And even he was saying afterwards, he's like, now I could sit at the big boys table. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, like the, the resume of all these guys, yeah. what they've accomplished. That's, that's Yeah, insane. John's already cashed one, so yep. it's, mm-hmm. it would be another one. Uh, Jorge? No, I'm with the guys. You guys pretty much summed it all up. So yeah, fact. Um, all right. So speaking of tennis as well, um, there's going to be a new tennis movie called Challengers coming out this year. It's from director Luca Guadagnino, and Zendaya is playing the main woman in the role, and there's two guys. And it's kind of like a- Is it fiction? It's fiction, okay. and it's like about a tennis player who reaches the height, then she gets injured, and then she becomes a coach of her husband, hmm. and then he's rising to the heights. So it's- I don't see many tennis movies being made besides King Richard and you know this movie coming up, but tennis is a great sport for a movie. Al, factor cap. For a movie, I'll go cap on this one. I think I thought you were going to go. Tennis is just a great sport to play. That and I, I don't play it that often, but anytime that I've played tennis in the past, like I thoroughly enjoy playing tennis. It's a fun sport to play as a movie. Not as crazy about King Richard was good. I'm trying to think in my head what other tennis movies are Wimbledon out there. with uh, Kristen Dunst. Because I, 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 I fall more on the <laughs> the football movies are usually pretty good. The baseball movies are usually pretty good. So I'll, I'll, I'll go cap on this. I think the thing is with tennis, it might be a little easier to fake looking uh, having someone who's not a tennis player. Because you can like do the shots really close and stuff as, as opposed to maybe football or soccer. Uh, Trev? Uh, it, it's a great opportunity that has not been executed well because it's an think about this boxing movies are never about the boxing it's about the story of the fighter it's about the story of the Boxing guy in the journey the that he goes through. The, overcoming. The training, yes, though. That's what it is. And because boxing is so individual, because you are in there by yourself, you're challenging yourself. It's the story of the fighter, not the fight. You'd have to tell the same story, a compelling story about the player, not tennis. And so it's there, but I don't think anybody's really executed it all that because well. Because I think this, honestly, it looks very good, and yeah. it might get to that, because Tennis players are insane. Like they have yes. to do everything themselves. They are as insane as boxers at times. Yes, you're not, you know, putting your life at risk the same way. But like they are in their head doing everything. And I think that's, it's like that. It you're on an island. Way. Yeah, you you have to you have to do it yourself. And there mm-hmm. you have a support staff that's that's helping you get there. But once you step onto that court, that's it's it. it. It's you. By the way, if you're interested in stories about tennis in general, there's a great book called Carrie Soto is Back. It's a fictional book, but uh, very good, uh, really really easy to read. Jorge? I think sports movies in general are like hard to make because the actor might not be athletic because you know the staff might not know the sport. So they, you, so, they, yeah. <laughs> so they rely on uh, you know just you know people guiding them through the process, I guess. So I guess it's a tough. It would be cap for me, I guess. All right, so are you guys are aware, speaking of Zendaya, do you guys know who Tom Holland is? Spider-Man? Same. Yes, he yeah. played Spider-Man. He is dating Zendaya. Oh. Um, but his main role is Spider-Man in uh, the Avengers series. So do you guys know about the actor Tom Hollander? 
No. 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 He's a British actor. He's been in Pirates of the Caribbean. He was in Pride and Prejudice. He was in White Lotus season two. He kind of has been a character actor. Yeah, Yeah. British character actor for a long time. Does a lot of Shakespeare, things like that. So here's a story that just came out yesterday. So Tom Hollander says he accidentally was sent Tom Holland's box office (laughs) bonus for Avengers movies. Oh, Oh, damn. It was many figures. And he said, quote, it was an astonishing amount of money, not the whole box office bonus, the first one, and it's more it money had, than he's ever seen. I bet it had two commas. Oh. It had two <laughs> commas and two digits in front of the two commas, wow. okay? And that's just one box awesome. office bonus. That's, oh my gosh. It, it's literally insane what's, <laughs> what's happening here. But that being said, it was a mistake <laughs> It was a mistake by the agency. They confused Tom and Tom Hollander and Tom Holland. And I was also talking to my friend last night, she works in publicity, and her organization... Uh, had repped Holland Hollander, and he's like they thought they got Tom Holland the same way. Anyway, got confused a lot. So you have been confused for someone else before, Jorge Factor Cap. Cap, but if it would have happened to me, sorry, is that Zell conversation we had? <laughs> right? No reply, and never got anything. <laughs> but not Cap. I've never gotten. You know what? No, I take that back. When I used to be a waiter. People would come up to me all the time and say, hey, how's your tia doing? And I was like, uh, which one? They're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, your tia, you know, how's your, your prima? You know, she was sick. This is, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry you're confusing me with the wrong guy. So I've gotten that before, but not when they send me money or anything like that. Trev? No, I, I, I haven't. I, I, I've i never had the, the, oh, you're this guy or that. I, I Like I've, I've said this before, I look like nobody and everybody. You know what I mean? Like there, there's, there's no like you're, you look alike. I've said this to you. You look a lot like Stanley Tucci to me, and I think that it, it's, it's, it's there's a resemblance that's there. There's nobody that's. I don't get the oh, you look like this person a lot. You get a lot of just random. You look a little like Jeb Bush. Well, Jeb Bush looks like everybody too, right? I look like everybody and nobody, so it's never happened to me. Al, okay, it's Cat, but I have got the, and this is very random, but there's a a, a radio talk show host. Um, in New York, and the founder of the Guardian Angels. Curtis Slewa. Curtis Slewa. Yeah. So I've got a lot of the, wait a minute, you're in radio, he's in radio, and Slewa's not a common last yeah, is name. Is that your dad, your uncle? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it common in your culture even? Like, is it like, or is it just kind of like you're no, kind of it's an not, ally? Yeah, it's, okay. not that, it's not that common. So there's definitely been people within the industry that will say, oh, so you're related to Curtis Slewa. How are you guys related? Like, not related. I think he's Irish. My parents are from the Middle East. I don't think we have any connection there. So, not me individually, but the last name tying it into somebody else who's doing radio. Maybe you'll get so. a budget. Maybe you'll get a check from, uh, for Curtis Lee. Come on, Curtis. Day. I would be so <laughs> excited to see, just to see a check like that. Right, that's a John Mulaney joke, right? Where it's like uh, a movie made a hundred and forty million dollars or whatever. He goes, "You don't even have to make the movie; just put a hundred million dollars in a room and charge people ten dollars to come look at it." <laughs> and, and, and if there was a hundred million dollars in that room, said ten bucks to see a hundred, I'd like to see that. I'm a thousand percent. <laughs> you can add $10. your own ten dollars, right? To and the then pile. you put your yep. ten, you put your ten bucks on the pile. Who doesn't want to do that? I'm an investor. <laughs> we just got to get the first hundred million, and we're off but and running. Shouts out to Tom Hollander. He is a great actor, and I hope that he one day makes as much money as Tom Holland. That's interesting. <laughs> got to be an Avenger, though. Did he get right. the money back to uh, Tom Holland, though? I I think it was some sort okay. of they they figured it out. I don't know the details. Of he that. should have ran to wherever it is you go to change your name. I don't like the I don't know Secretary of State yeah. or probably something like that, and changed his name to Tom Holland and tried to cash the check <laughs> that very same day. All right, uh, Giannis. 
is doing a thing that I really don't need Giannis to do. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Bud Light was brewed to be a delicious and easy-to-drink beer. They got it right, too. Even when the little things in life are hard, like when the game's going to overtime, but you have even more time to enjoy it, and a fresh Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local retailer today. Enjoy responsibly, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, keep your eyes peeled to a certain person's social. we got another one coming. So... Two segments ago, we talked a little bit about like this scenario a month from now. We're going to be talking about the team that won the Super Bowl and what are the storylines we're going to say about them if they win the Super Bowl, regardless of how they do it. So we talked about the 49ers first, but let's talk about the Ravens. So if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, what are we talking about with them? Um, Lamar got his. Um, I think for me, the storyline's all going to be about Lamar Jackson. That here's somebody that has been incredibly disappointing in the playoffs. And then when all the pressure was on, don't freaking screw it up. You got to get through Mahomes. You got through the 49ers, I'm assuming. We'll see who comes up on the other side. But the more important, you got through Mahomes. Yep. And there's a little bit of a watch out. Because Mahomes is also one of those players that doesn't it feel like if he gets his, and now that that's off his back. Jackson, you're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. You get his, he gets his, and that you know that that pressure is off his back. Well, now I just go play football every single. Now I I I got through Mahomes to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of that. I, it, it's Lamar that I I I pay most attention to more than anything else. That that's that's how I'd feel if Baltimore. Got well, it. Lamar is is half of it. I think I I agree with everything you said. Out the other part is is it makes the Ravens one of those teams. Right, it makes the Ravens one of those teams that every year you got to factor them into. How good are they going to be? Are they a Super Bowl good? or Are they just playoff good? They got the right coach. They got the right quarterback. That Emily, you've brought this up a couple of different times because you are a, a fan of a team that's in the AFC North. You, I think, are are seeing them more than maybe somebody that's more of a West Coast oriented football fan. That. The Ravens play a certain style that's always tough to deal with. And if it's racking Super Bowls, and this would be John Harbaugh's second Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you, you have to throw him in there with the Andy Reid. You have to throw him in there with that that Patriot run. And not that it's that high of a level, but it's more like the Steelers with Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger, where it's just they got these two guys, they're going to be a problem to deal with every single but season. But your, your opinion of the franchise... They have a couple Super Bowls. I think they have, they have two, two Super Bowls, right? And they've gone to the Super Bowl twice. They've won twice. Yeah. And I think the – but I, I already have – I feel like I already have an image of the Baltimore Ravens. And I already have an image, I feel like, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's certain I'll, – I'll keep Ravens on their own. I don't know how much it changes my image. It's I already, I think, hold them to a really high standard. I mean, since you could call it in the last 25 years, if they win another one, that's three in 25 years. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Three, yeah, they, the first one they won is in 2001. I really think that, yes, it does make it... I think they have low-key been one of the most consistent teams in NFL for over the past 20 years. They've rarely been very bad because of J- John Harbaugh. Yeah. And I think if John and Harbaugh... And Ozzie Newsome. Yes, and I think if John Harbaugh gets another ring, he, it puts himself in a different category as a coach. And I think that you, you'd learn a lot about him. And also, back to your Lamar point... He was disregarded this past offseason. Nobody wanted him. Had to represent himself, too. If you were the Falcons, you are 
kicking yourself that you said <laughs> no to Lamar Jackson, and then he's going to take this team to the Super Bowl in this in this world that they win the Super Bowl. You're the Falcons. That's terrible. Think about what they have. They have the 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 three headed monster that you need to have sustained success. You have the right coach in John Harbaugh. You have an elite level quarterback in Lamar Jackson, and you have an owner in Steve Bisciotti sure. who spends money and stays the hell out of the way, and not in a absentee way, but in a empower smart people Do to make thing. decisions. Mm-hmm. Ozzie Newsom, you run the show here. Ozzie hands it off to the next guy. They run the show. The head coach is in charge of the football. There's no meddling. There's no cheapness they got owner quarterback coach that works and almost every year the conversation around the ravens is that they were injured this year is one of their least injured seasons and you see what happens there so i think that is a you know well-rounded answer of why what could happen if the ravens win the court the the chargers have two of the three pieces we think they got the coach and now they should say they got the quarterback and now they have the head coach in jim harbaugh the other brother ryan in venice ryan you're on with travis lee what's going on ryan Hey, Trav, just wanted to – I'm glad you said that, but I was just going to push back on what you had said earlier, like, oh, you know, Herbert is on the uh, subway ads and nobody knows who he is, and he goes 5-11 every season. Herbert is a bona fide stud. The guy is at, is a top six, top, top seven-ish quarterback in the league. Harbaugh doesn't take the job if he doesn't know that. They are going to be absolutely – a really good team next year. Um, I go to the playoffs, probably win a playoff game, and I will call you back and after they <laughs> well, win a playoff hey, game. Ryan, next Ryan year. stay for a quick second because I think you would agree with this that, okay, the talent is there, but you can't say anybody's top five, top six until they go through this playoff run. And if you want to make the argument, well, they didn't have the coach to do it, you could be right. But I think that's it's fair to kind of question, okay, well, let this man do it now with a coach where there isn't going to be excuses. I A lot of people think he's very talented. Unfortunately, do you want to put that on the coaching staff or do you want to put it on him? Maybe it's a combination of the two. Harbaugh will bring out the best in him. So in a year, we could be having a much different conversation. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, unfortunately, I think Staley was literally the worst coach in the league. So we've seen good quarterbacks when they're in bad situations not have success, and then they go to a good situation. And then, you know, um, think about, like, I don't know. uh, I mean, there's plenty of examples, but I'm just letting you all know. Herbert, watch out for him next year. Well, Brian, thanks for the call, Ryan. Appreciate it. A couple of things. I think you and I are actually in the same spot. The reason Jim Harbaugh chose the Chargers, and let's be perfectly clear, the Chargers didn't choose him, he chose them. Jim Harbaugh could have gone pretty much wherever he wanted in the NFL uh, based on his resume. You're right. The reason that Sandy L.A. was the place that he wanted to go was because of Herbert. We're on the same page there. But that's my whole point, is that's why the pressure is now on Justin Herbert. And we will see. Can he do it? Yeah, I think he probably will. But until you do it, I don't know. Sure, I, 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 I need, I'm one of these guys. It's kind of the Purdy conversation I, of I, go. I need to see it. Sure, I, I, I need to see it. And of course, you call back anytime, and especially if I'm wrong, if that ever happens, you're welcome to call back whenever you'd like to do that. Uh, speaking of Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh got the Charger job yesterday. It is our draft coming up next. Our favorite Jims. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.